Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. IB Milwaukee presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Blind Living Radio. We are live on the National Industries for the Blind Expo Floor 2016 in Alexandria, Virginia. I am joined in studio with my co-host, Deborah Ambrose Crandall. Hello, everybody. Deborah, you know what? We're very lucky to have Mr. C.J. Lang, CEO and president of IB Milwaukee with us today. Hello, C.J. Hi, guys. Hi, C.J. CJ, you've been very busy. I'm, I know we took you off the floor. You've got meetings after meetings. Lots of meetings, yeah. And what are the meetings all about? What are what are some of the you key know, topics that we're talking about? a big buzz about the new cooperative agreement with the U.S. Ability One Commission and us and also NIB and how it's going to affect us going forward. It's definitely serious stuff. You know, there's a lot of things that are going on out there. And bottom line is we're going to have to become a whole lot better, you know, with our contracts and our business and to make sure that everything that we say we are doing is exactly what is actually happening. And we're really good at it now, and we're transparent, and, yes. but somebody wants more. Always want more. You know, I think you're just going to see a lot. You know, in order to get those contracts into the future, it's just going to require a whole lot more compliance, reporting, and assuring that we are employing as many blind people as possible, which, of course, is that, that's what we're all about. And, Deborah, you have several people in your department that are blind or visually impaired. I do indeed. My whole team. How many do you have? I can't even remember. I have got five customer service reps and one, two, three, four inside sales. That's a lot of people. Yes. And, CJ, under the Ability One rulings, do those people count as, as blind labor hours for the... Unfortunately, with a lot of the upward mobility that we do, it, it unfortunately does not get added into the ratio that we need to fall under, which is 75% or greater. And we are always, you know, in the 80s. Right. It would sure be nice if some of those upward mobility success stories were part of that ratio. Yeah, so is that a topic that you are going to bring up when you're in your meetings this afternoon? It actually has come up very often. And I have not talked to any agency that doesn't agree. It, It requires for them to be pulling the law out and... There's other people that are concerned that, well, if we open up the legislation, might there be some things that are inserted that we don't want there? So that's been the big debate, but I'm all for it. That's a very good debate, and I know at the opening session there were blind employees of the year nominees for the employee of the year on a national level, and a couple people that talked, they're not direct labor, they're office staff. I agree. I agree. And it's interesting. A lot of the award winners are those that are true stories of upward mobility. Not to say that there's not direct labor that are out there. There, there but there's both. And uh, some of their stories this morning were really outstanding. They were great. So, CJ, since I missed out on the stories this morning, would you care to share one of the stories from this morning? There was a really wonderful young lady that I believe she was the first one that got up to speak. And she spoke about this young girl that kind of felt like she didn't have any opportunities in life or what she called the dream because of her visual impairments. And she was so excited when she came to, I believe it was Austin, Austin Lighthouse that gave her the opportunity as a receptionist. And, you know, she talked about in her life, she just chalked it up that she was not going to have those opportunities 
to be part of society and, and be gainfully employed. And not only did she get that job as a receptionist, but she moved up several times within that organization. And the way she talked about it, she never mentioned it was her until the end. And it was just so cool how she did that. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people were close to uh, tears by the time she was done with the story. But just a great emotional story with a happy ending. And there's so many of those stories in our industry. It makes it all worthwhile. Deborah, you're not one of those stories, but you have overcome vision loss. Yes, I have. And slowly but surely have made my mark in the world, I believe, and relatively new here at IB. And it's a challenge for sure, but it's a challenge worth taking. I couldn't be happier at where I am and where I've gotten. And I support everyone to try to aim for the highest goals that they can. I you- think Deborah, you certainly do hold people to a high standard. I do tend to hold people to a high standard. I hold myself to a high standard, and I certainly do hold my team. And I, I don't accept lack of sight as an excuse for lack of fantastic customer service. It's interesting you say that, though, because when Mark uh, Riccobono that got up for NFB, you know that our industry should not just be looking to do better than organizations that just flat out won't hire people who are blind but that we, in fact, should be holding uh, ourselves accountable to be at the highest possible standards of blind employment possibility, if you will. You know, not just upper mobility stories, but what else can we do that gets us to this higher level so that we truly are the examples that the National Federation for the Blind can then point back to us. And it was kind of an exciting uh, talk that he gave because it, it kind of created a new kind of a new partner for us because we didn't always work closely with them in the past, but I think it's a great opportunity for us to do that in the future. I agree, and his speech truly did resonate with yeah. me and kind of my mantra of how I manage, so very fantastic. Yeah. Well, this has been, I think, all the time we actually have. CJ, I think you have to go to another meeting, don't you? I do, you? I do. I really appreciate you joining us on Blind Living Radio I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for I'm a few miss, minutes. I'm going to miss you guys. But I'll be back. You'll be back, I hope, before the show's over. I will be back. We're going to have all sorts of fun today, CJ. We're going to talk to lots of people. And the primary goal is to educate all our listening audience of the things that National Industries for the Blind and all these associated agencies do on a daily basis to really change the world. Changing lives. I like it. I like it a lot. One at a time. Yep. Well, I want to thank you, CJ, for coming into the Blind Living Radio Studio at the NIB Conference 2016. We're on the show floor. Special guest, Mr. CJ Lang, President and CEO of IB Milwaukee, and Deborah Ambrose Crandall. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you, CJ. We'll talk to everybody next week. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by IB Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Learn more at ibmilwaukee.com. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP Ink and Toner Cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer.